Thank you very much to our friends, the the esteemed Tyler and Darcy, who uh, brought you the little opening bit there. Today, folks, it's it's perhaps one of the most exciting things that's ever happened in Studio 3B, and that is that uh, I, Ken Hellenius, am not sitting next to Max. I'm sitting next to the radiant, the stunning, the ever so talented Christina Jamros, host of co-host of the uh, the Sunday night popular radio program here on KDUP called Everything But. That's correct. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It's a I joy to have I am also you. stoked to be here. You know, Philly in big shoes tonight, literally. Yeah. He wears about a size 11. I yeah. don't know uh, what size that is in women's. It's probably no somewhere idea. around 14 mm-hmm. or something. Huge. It, huge. Huge. But it's a joy to have you here. Um, obviously, longtime listener to the show. Uh, you have, have in past been uh, mm-hmm. been known to come to the post-show party at Table 12. As a matter of fact, most every week. That's true. So that's been that's exciting. That's true. Well, Christina Jamros, uh, you are the assistant hall director of uh, Mailing Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what else do we know about you? You're working on a BA in philosophy now? Yes. A follow-up BA to your BS? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nice. So if it wasn't bad enough that I had one degree I'm not going to use, I might have two. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with either of those? I don't know. I don't know All if right. I could mesh them. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. The yeah. ethics of... Uh, Biology. What were you? Bio. I was biochem. Biochem. Mm-hmm. So the ethics of actually synthesizing life. Sure. Uh huh. That works. Mm-hmm. The whole we'll Frankenstein see. thing. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, it's a joy to have you. Uh, this week's uh, big program is. Th- what's exciting about it is that this is the rock paper scissors pregame warm up show because uh, tomorrow night, uh, Max and I will be. Uh, MCing the annual Rock Paper Scissors Tournament of, Chan- Tournament of Champions, which takes place uh, in the Commons at 5:30 tomorrow night. So tonight, you and I here on the show, we will talk about the Rock Paper Scissors Tournament of Champions. We'll play some Rock Paper Scissors. Mm-hmm. Very compelling audio for everybody out there listening. If you're tuning in live at 1580 on your AM dial, or even at kdup.up.edu/listen.htm, or perhaps you've gone to our official website which uh, the address is uh, it's on that paper there. Would you like me to read it out loud? Oh, that would be great. Excellent. HTTP colon slash slash thebeautifulpeople.org. There you go. You go there. You get the rundown for the show. You uh, get information about what we're going to be talking about. And uh, you can also leave comments for us, uh, maybe con- constructive criticism. Yes, please, construct it. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, you can also download previous shows because that is the, the number one. It's the portal to, for the beautiful people. Mm-hmm. It's really the way I like to describe it. So I don't know. What else What else do we have to do here? Well, normally at this point in the program, we would uh, play something. All right. Oh, but we got a shout out. To the beautiful people. Oh, hi, folks. Hello. This is where Max would normally say, you know, no matter who you are or where you're with, if you're listening to us, if you want to listen to us, if you've thought about listening to us, even if you don't, but you have friends who do, mm-hmm. you are beautiful. This is and, true. And so then we uh, I just hit this. There she is. Listen to her. You ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here she is, Bunny Hill, singing your theme song, Beautiful People, uh, off of her album, Dream a World, Child's Journey into Self-Discovery. Oh, yeah. Bunny Hall and uh, the theme song for you beautiful people out there. We're so glad that you tune in every week. Uh, 
We know that if you're listening on the air, or you're downloading the podcast. Um, we we encourage you to tell all your friends, and then um, you know burn copies of the CD, put it onto a compact disc audio, send it to your rabbi, your priest, your friends. Mm-hmm. That's what we encourage. Spread the love. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Excellent way to describe it. Yep. So, well, this week being the rock paper scissors pregame warm up. Mm-hmm. We thought that it would be delightful to bring not there's not really just one artist that you associate with rock paper scissors. Can't really think of one that really is just about the rock paper scissors, which is probably good. You don't want to be a one-hit wonder like you know Bill Haley and the Comets or uh-huh. aha or aha exactly. You don't want to be that. So mm-hmm. so or uh, who did Kaja Gugu? Oh, they actually did a song Kaja Gugu. I can't yeah. believe Oh, it was a classic. I'll look it up. It's on yeah. my computer. I don't have to know these things anymore. It's on the iPod. That's true. Technology. So, yeah. What do you, what do you, I love it. So we actually are bringing you not this week the Vespa Portland Featured Artist of the Week, but we're bringing you the Featured Genre of the Week. And every song that we bring this week is going to be a song about rock, paper, or scissors. The yeah. F- <laughs> the first one is awesome. Mama, you you're going to hate this, this one. Okay, this song here is Art Garfunkel. Now, you know Art Garfunkel, yes, one of half of one of the greatest mm-hmm. folk duos of all time, of course. But uh, he went off and did his own work. The problem was his own work is awful. And this, right. this song right here is the title track to his 1990 album, Scissors Cut. This will actually make you want to plunge scissors into your own brain. Is this the epitome of his work? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think uh, it's about as good as it gets. It. I hope you like it. This is, uh, if you're playing along at home and uh, you got the podcast, this is where you would pause the podcast. You'd go and you buy the song Scissors Cut off of the iTunes Music Store, and you'd listen to this. And then you would hate us, and you would never <laughs> turn, the podca- turn the podcast back on. But mm-hmm. here he is. Let's give it a whirl. Oh, you'll like it. Here he is. Uh, this is the Vespa Portland featured artist or featured genre of the week on the definite article, KDUP. Well, there he is, the uh, Vespa Portland featured genre of the week. That's uh, Art Garfunkel and his uh, wonderful piece about uh, scissors cut. Paper covers rock, breaks the shiny scissors. That takes me back to 1990. <laughs> Does it? Maybe a little further back. You were like, what, seven? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Something like that. Yeah. The, the worst part about that song is that uh, it's so incredibly slow that it just makes you really want to do other stuff. Yeah. Which I did. <laughs> Which you did. Exactly. You read. And I, I uh, wandered around and tried mm-hmm. to find the rest of the newspaper. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Well, it's time that we have a... Uh, would you be interested in doing this uh, this little public service announcement? Absolutely. Oh. I would love to. University of Portland presents a lecture series about faith, voices of women. Women who reserve... Oh, excuse me. Women who revere the religious tradition share how their faith influences their lives, shapes their careers, and creates hope for their children in this new century and in our nation. Wednesday, March 1st at 4 p.m. in BC Auditorium, have a presentation on Islamic tradition. Wednesday, March 8th, 4 p.m., BC Auditorium, Catholic tradition presentation. Wednesday, March 22nd, 4 p.m., BC Auditorium, Protestant tradition lecture. Thursday, March 30th, 4 p.m., BC Auditorium, Jewish tradition. Wow. Mm-hmm. For a while there, there was a pattern. They were Wednesdays at 4, and then they mix it up the last one. Yep, exactly. Thursday the 30th at uh, 4. <clears throat> I 
think these are going to be great, uh, great presentations. These are sponsored by the Garaventa Center. I know yes. I got a brochure about it too. That looks like it's going to be pretty interesting. I'm very excited. I th- I'm so. I plan on attending. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mama Jam Jam is going to be there. You should show up and sit right by her. Exactly. Solid. Well, hey, it's time that we talk about the news then. So let's talk about uh, what's going on in the news there. Let's do it, Christina. Well, Ken, you brought this to my attention, and I do watch the news Good. a bit, but I have not heard anything about this. Okay. Partly because when I put the news on in the morning now, I see hockey. Right. Not, not so much news, just right. hockey. It's the sports, sure. Or, Which um, we'll be talking about yes, next, exactly. so that's mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. Good. You're so apparently, speed. and you're going to have to help me out with this a little bit, there's this execution that was, that's supposed to be going on in California. Right. And it got postponed because of an issue with an anesthesiologist. Right. Yeah. The the original date for the execution mm-hmm. was uh, was last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it wasn't the original date, but it, it had been um, the a judge in California declared that it would be cruel and unusual if during the lethal injection, the um, patient mm-hmm. or the the um, a person being executed were to feel any pain, that would be cruel and unusual and therefore a violation of his constitutional rights. Mm-hmm. So they, he, um, the judge said that you have to have a medical doctor there, an anesthesiologist, to make sure that the person is knocked out and will not feel the pain as he is being executed. Correct. But as you learn from reading the uh, the Sacramento Bee article, which I linked to, by the way, on the official website at mm-hmm. thebeautifulpeople.org, so you can go and, and read this uh, article from the Sacramento Bee, uh, the anesthesiologist had a problem with that. And what, was the, what seems to be at the core of their issue with it? Well, I, I saw it. I read it as a couple things. First of sure. all, the anesthesiologist decided to step back, and that's why it's being postponed, correct? The anesthesiologist mm-hmm. does not, refuses to attend, does not want to come. And part of it is if the patient does wake up in the middle of this process, then... As a doctor, it would be his duty to save the person, in that sure. sense, not actually kill them. Kind of the whole Hippocratic Oath thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, do, do no just harm. Just a little thing. Sure. Um, so there, there's that issue that, you know, if this, if the person being executed all of a sudden is in pain and stuff, the anesthesiologist is supposed to help them with that. Um, and then, and then doctors being in a room where death is occurring like right. people are killing so. and, and they're actually kind of helping the process exactly in this, in this way yeah sure it seems to be it it seems to be related of course to the great debates about you know dr kevorkian and yes and uh here in oregon mm-hmm. of course where where physician assisted suicide has been uh, upheld by the supreme court mm-hmm. um and so this is an interesting case. This um, fellow, however, ultimately they've decided the state of California, see, the death warrant runs out tonight at 1159. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the state of California decided that they would just kill him. Instead of using, in lethal injection, apparently they use a series of three drugs that okay. stop the heart. And um, that that process can be painful, so they were going to have the anesthesiologist kind of knock him out mm-hmm. first. Well, now what they're going to do is just kill him with an, an excess dose of... Um, Barbiturates. Barbiturates, yeah, Yeah. which will just put him to sleep permanently. Mm -hmm. So it's a nasty business all the way around. I mean, if you think about the business of death. Right. um, We have, you know, how many of the, is there any data in there about how many um, prisoners California has actually executed since they reinstated the death penalty? Is that number in that article? No. No. Not that I'm seeing. I know I Hmm. Um, I did a, a debate in high school on death penalty. Yeah. 
and I argued against it. Okay. And originally when I was coming to this debate, I was all for it for whatever reason. I was naive at the time. Okay. Because after my research and stuff, I, I decided that, you know what, no, I'm against the death penalty. Sure. So this is a very interesting case for me too because at some point I also um, wanted to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. So it was a little, you know, it's interesting. Sure. Well, this would seem actually shockingly enough. Are you in an ethics class right now, or are you? I taking have taken. An, you have taken class. ethics so, classes, exactly. All, all coming together. <laughs> exactly, it all case. falls back in. The now, what's not at question in this case is the is whether or not the the patient himself or the patient the prisoner is guilty. I mean, he has not contested that in any way. He's just contesting that lethal injection is a cruel and unusual method of, of punishment. Right. And uh, that seems to be what the the trial judge, uh, or not the trial judge, but the uh, the appeals court kind of agreed with him. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't gone all the way up to the Supreme Court. They have never, to my knowledge, I, I'd be interested to know if they have um, explored the various methods of, of execution in the United States to mm-hmm. determine which ones are actually cruel and unusual. And that would be an interesting thing to explore. What I did learn from my research was that some states still have hanging as a possibility. Washington State does, for mm-hmm. example. And I think there's a firing squad. There is. I know it least Utah has death by firing squad. Mm-hmm. Um, those things are still, according to their constitution, legal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think fair. is interesting. There are lots of ways to kill people, apparently, mm-hmm. in the United States. And uh, we don't have to wait until they've done something wrong anymore. You can actually you know, kill them at any point during mm-hmm. life. That's, it's cruel. Exactly. That, in my take on it. Mm-hmm. And I would kind of tend to agree with you on that, too. There's mm-hmm. this, this thought of, hmm, I don't think, I don't want the state taking life in my name. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. so... That's and that, though in in like Catholic philosophy, there is mm-hmm. ultimately the state has to have that right mm-hmm. in order to take it has to have the right to take somebody's life because ultimately the state is the the um, most competent structure uh, in society to make a decision like that. And so in order for a person to them to be able to say you can either be in our society or you cannot, mm-hmm. a state should have that that right. Whether or not they exercise the right is another question. Because like in the United States, we don't have the chance. Like we can actually imprison a person and pretty much guarantee that they will stay in prison until their sentence is served out. If they, if the state decides that this person cannot be a member of our society and they can never be rehabilitated, we have the ability to keep them in prison until, the, until they die. Mm-hmm. In other nations where perhaps the prison system is not as strong, mm-hmm. there – the death penalty could actually be something they need to be able to employ. Mm, But that's only to protect the society. Mm -hmm. Protecting society from a a criminal like this is is, um, not something that we have to have the death penalty in order to guarantee Mm -hmm. in the United States of America. So I know that's where I disagree with that. That's where John Paul II disagreed with it, too, when he he came and he spoke so forcefully in uh, uh, 1998 Mm -hmm. in... um, St. Louis, mm-hmm. when he kind of talked about that. So, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, our prayers are, are, I mean, my prayers at least, I can't speak for Christina's, mm-hmm. um, but for uh, Mr. Morales, who is going to be executed tonight mm-hmm. by the state of California at 7.30 p.m. Um, you know, it's, um, you know, not in my name, is what I can say about mm-hmm. that. So, well, from that, I think it's... Uh, I think it's appropriate that we listen to the Vespa Portland Featured Genre of the Week. This one I think you're going to like a lot, Christina. This is your kind of stuff right here. This is Me First in the Gimme Gimmies. Now, do you know them at all? Yes. They're a cover band, aren't they? They're a cover band. Mm -hmm. Strictly a cover band. The Mm -hmm. punk type of covers. Yes. 
And this I've is heard some of their their covers. Yeah, yeah, they've had albums like they did one album that was all Sam and Garfunkel covers. Mm-hmm. They did another that was all. Um, I think they did an Elton John cover album. They've got some really good stuff yeah. out there. This one is whoa. This one <laughs> a is is that's uh, a little preview there. A little a little something for the effort. Uh, a Sam and Garfunkel song. Oh, so we're, so we're relinking. <laughs> we're we're trying to rehabilitate yes. art. And here he is. Put a little life back into him. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Enjoy this on KDUP. Me first in the Gimme Gimme's, the Vespa Portland featured genre of the week, rock, paper, scissors songs. Uh, I want to do this uh, brief uh, announcement because if we don't do it now, it'll be too late. Go. So it's time to feed your head, folks. Bernard Gert will be speaking today, Tuesday, February 21st, right now at 4.30 p.m. in the Hall of Fame room in the Child Center. Gert is a stone professor of intellectual and moral philosophy. His topic is moral arrogance and moral theories. His most recent book is called Common Morality, Deciding What to Do. Bring your thinking caps and moral theories to enjoy some serious thought. If you have questions, it's pretty close to too late to call Jamie Powell at 7702 or Powell at up.adoo. There you go. This public service announcement brought to you by the definite article on KDUP 1580 in your AM dial. HTTP colon slash slash KDUP dot UP dot EDU. Also, you can access this show directly by uh, visiting thebeautifulpeople.org. It is the definite article. I'm Ken Hellenius, regular host, normal guy who's sitting in this chair at this time of day. Mm -hmm. But to my right is a very beautiful Max Kalthaler. (laughs) I, yeah, substitution, Christina Jamro. Very good right. to have you here. Mm-hmm. So, we uh, we've done the news, we've done the intro, we've done the opening ceremonies. Yes, we've done the news. Check. Now it's time that we do the sports, and uh, I have a little something that really goes with the sports this time. You ready? Let's hear it. Well, we're just uh, just through halfway done with the Winter Olympics 2006 Torino. I don't know why they call it Torino all of a sudden when for all my life it's been Turin. Really? Have you heard it called Torino prior to this? No, I ha- I didn't even know this place existed prior to this. Turin? The Shroud of Turin? You've never heard of that? No. Sorry. Wow. I, it's Italy. Mm-mm. Not More so much? More on the Greece, not the uh, Italy. Okay. The other side of the Adriatic <laughs> for you. Huh? Yes, exactly. All right. Well, here's a medal count. Halfway through, we've got Germany in the lead with 21 medals. That's nine gold, seven silver, eight bronze, uh, five bronze. We've got the United States in second place tied with Norway. Seven gold, seven silver, four bronze. Norway at two uh, gold, eh. mm. eight silver, and eight bronze. Then we go to Austria, 16, Russia, 15. It goes on down the list. And bringing up the rear, these following countries have one gold or one uh, medal each. Australia has a gold. Bulgaria has a silver. Great Britain has a silver. Slovakia has a silver. And Latvia bringing up the rear last, but certainly not least, because you don't see Bosnia-Herzegovina, for example, listed anywhere in here. Mm-hmm. Latvia has a bronze medal in the 2006 Torino Olympics. So... Congratulations to all those countries. Good effort on the on the parts of uh, of your your athletes. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Twenty six hundred athletes have gathered in uh, in Turin for this uh, big festival. There are some team sports, a couple team sports. Uh, you've been watching one. Yes. 
Hockey. The hockey. Mm-hmm. Hacky. Hacky. Depending where you're coming from. Sure. What mm-hmm. uh, What do you uh, see? If you what, what do you like about the hockey? What's going on there? Well, I've Max been loves the hockey too. The women's hockey is what I've been watching. A little bit of that. Okay. So I've been following the U.S. team, and I, I haven't watched. I'll be honest. I haven't watched in the last couple of days. I'm okay. A little busy, but when I had been watching it, I really enjoyed it. Um, I guess what the hockey is, the women aren't as physical as I've seen hockey played, like in the NFL. NHL. HL, sorry, yeah. excuse me. It's okay. Um, but they, there, it's more strategy. That's what I enjoy about it. Okay. It's a little bit more, more something going on up in the head. Some might, some might think that it's much like women's soccer versus men's soccer. Yeah, something, really. something like that. Like. And then the commentators are very interesting as well, and, and them talking about the game too, and how there's a difference in how Americans play the sport versus Europeans and. So I didn't know that there was such a thing as women's hockey prior to prior to. I is this either. the first time that they've had it? I don't. I'm, I'm not really what's sure. Going on there? Yeah. And uh, so the women's hockey team. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I've caught a couple. Well, uh, on retreat this weekend, I watched mm-hmm. a bit of the snowboard cross. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, on Friday, the uh, snowboard cross silver medal mm-hmm. was taken by an American, mm-hmm. though she had the gold until she took her last little. Flying spill. leap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but her spill was definitely showing off at the time, too. Oh, okay. I mean, it was, uh, that's what I'd heard on the radio mm-hmm. that morning. And then when I saw it on the television that evening, it was just obvious. But I gotta say this for our, for our colleagues who, uh, our, our colleagues who are doing the broadcasting, mm-hmm. <laughs> they were merciless. Oh. They were, uh, Jimmy, um, whose name I can't remember his last name now. Jimmy was just a jerk, kind of talking about how this is going to go down as one of the one of the worst show-off kind of show-offy moments in sports history. Oh, really? And, I have to see this clip. Oh, it's pretty amazing. And then uh, and then Bob Costas had the had the uh, young woman um uh wow, why can't I remember her name? J- Wow, I can't remember her name right now. I wish I would have read. Okay. See, this is what happens when you broadcast without any notes, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when you're trying to talk facts. It, uh, yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. um, she was very gracious as as a person. You know, she came in. She's like, well, you know, I may have been showing off, but I, I don't think I was, you know, and everybody else is like, no, you clearly were, <laughs> including her brother and her coach. Oh, so, wow. I mean, there's, there, it's not like people are just saying this because she didn't win the gold. And that's the thing is that the person who won the silver did not necessarily, or the person who won the gold, mm-hmm. did, as they're saying, did not win the gold, but so much as the American lost the gold. Ah, and see. so it's pretty, yeah. pretty cruel. But yeah. uh, one sport I can't stand? What? Ice dancing. Oh, the, the figure skating? Yeah. <laughs> Not just the figure skating. This is the actual pairs ice dancing. Okay. It's just, you know, they they go around the thing twice, and they have to do exactly the same moves as a couple, mm-hmm. as, a, okay. as a pair. Yeah. Um, it's just not interesting. Really? And it's been on for like three whole nights. And here in the uh, in the paper today, the, the New York Times has an article. Uh, finally, the Americans won the silver in this. Okay. Uh, mainly because they didn't fall as much as everybody else did, but... I mean, people were falling left and right in this sport, and they have to do it three times. So they do their routine oh. basically three times, mm-hmm. and each routine is twice around the, the rink in exactly the same pattern. All the same kicking, all the same, you know, you have to look as though you're so actually a couple. it's not freestyle or anything like it's that? It's not freestyle until the very end. Okay. And even even the precise twirls and all that are... are um, they're directed. They mm-hmm. tell them you have to do this. Oh, you must program. take this many steps, and yeah, the program itself until the very end. Okay. So boring, boring, okay. Bore-a-rama. 
snore fast. That's too bad. Yeah. What are you going to do? It happens. Curling, though. (laughs) Curling. Curling. Not a sport. What? No. How can this not be a sport? It's isn't it like a, what is that bocce or a, on ice shuffleboard? Shuff, yeah, exactly. Okay. That you know what's funny is yesterday there was an article on uh, our colleagues over at NPR had a piece about how lo- um, a lot of the uh, curling clubs across America are preparing for the influx mm-hmm. of people who always come the post Olympics influx. Like last time in 2002, there was like a 700 percent increase in membership in curling clubs. In America after the Olympics. That is amazing to me. It's It looks like the sport anybody could do. But where? Like, where are these clubs existing? I didn't even know the sport existed. You can go play curling down at uh, the Lloyd Center. Really? Ben McCarty. Big Ben McCarty. The RA over in Christie. He's a curler? Went to play on Saturday. Or what? what is the player called? When, when someone a curler. Plays? A I curler. think a curler. Curler. Yeah. Okay. No. Where did the sport originate? Well, it seems when? like it would be a Canadian type sport. Okay. I don't know where. I don't know anything That's more good. than that. Oh, okay. That's about all I know about curling. It, Somewhere where there's it's cold. a lot of strategy mm-hmm. because it's not just pushing your your stone into the into the circle, but it's mm-hmm. also knocking the other stones off, being defensive in your stone placement, yeah. things like that. It looks it's fun, and it looks like the sport even you and I could do. I'm sure, but no. All right, all right. Die. I'm going to have to go with Max on this one, the whole sleeping <laughs> through it thing. Max loves the sport. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to go and we're going to listen to another track by the uh, Vespa Portland Featured Genre of the Week, because when we come back, we are going to talk about the sport that truly anybody can do. The Rock, Paper, Scissors Tournament of Champions comes up tomorrow. We're going to talk about it. We're going to play some here in the studio. We're going to talk about strategies. We're going to give you the guaranteed 100% guaranteed way to win rock paper scissors right here right after this song what are we going to listen to first cut is the deepest oh but not the uh what's her name cheryl crow no no ever since she broke up with lance armstrong what's the point Mm. even before then Uh, okay didn't like that song until i found out cat stevens actually and that's beautiful this makes that makes the song just knowing that so much more Appreciate it. Yusuf Muhammad. This mm-hmm. one's going out to you, buddy. All right. The Vespa Portland featured genre of the week on KDUP's The Definite Article 1580 in your AM dial. That's Cat Stevens, Yusuf Muhammad. By even playing that song, we are funding terrorism, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you just agree? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Next. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Let's move on. And Let's again... Say. Every week, Max and I have tried to come up with new ways that that we can make sure that our show is being surveilled by the terrorist surveillance program, uh-huh. domestic terrorism surveillance, and uh, <laughs> we we've done pretty well. We misnamed the attorney general, called okay. him uh, Roberto uh, Roberto Salazar. Mm-hmm. Red flag right there. Uh, red flag right there. Last week we uh, we furthered that, and then I think we also talked about Marx and Lenin. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week now we've played some Cat Stevens, so I think. I think I could take we're it one step well. further. Oh, go ahead. I am related to an El Hajj, which happens to be one of the last names that was on the on the flight. Of oh one my! Of the bombers. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that's delightful. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just I just took it one. Giant Don't be piece. surprised if these windows are not blown in in moments by uh, <laughs> exactly. By hey, what a way to go! The NSA. Mm-hmm. Oh well. All right. Well, we welcome our terrorist oppressors, <laughs> or not in this case, please. <laughs> So uh, we want to talk about things that are going on on campus. First, got to mention that it is the ASUP elections. Make sure yes. you get out there and vote. Vote. 
There are lots of qualified candidates, friends of ours, people we know, Mm -hmm. people we love, people we don't know, people we don't love. Mm -hmm. Go out and vote anyways. Yes. Uh, Do it. Seniors can't vote, can they? Seniors can vote. They can vote. Yes, I did vote last year. Well, there you go. Make sure that uh, if you are eligible to vote, that you go out and vote. Mm -hmm. It's very important. It's that simple. Please do. That's what they tell me. There you go. Well, let's talk about what's going on on campus, Christina, and perhaps my favorite event each year ever since the Waldschmidt 500 demise. Really, I think it's the biggest event on campus besides maybe the soccer games. I think I think you're right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a good way to Are you going to be playing? No. <laughs> Mama. What is going on here? But we, I love to watch. We are, of course, talking about the Rock, Paper, Scissors Tournament of Champions sponsored by Shipstead Hall. Mm-hmm. This year, they are trying to raise money to fund a water tank at a right. school in Uganda that has no running water. Yes. And so with your purchase of a T-shirt, which mm-hmm. is a simple $8, it's a handsome shirt. Yes. You get a t-shirt, and you get to play. And you get to play. The t-shirt is your ticket into the Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament. They're going to be selling these tomorrow at 5 o'clock, uh, beginning at 5 o'clock there in the Commons, on their way into the Commons. And at 5.30, we will begin. We'll, we'll do some warm-up exercises. Mm-hmm. We're going to have... Get the blood going. Get the blood going. Get uh, get Make sure that everybody understands which one is rock, mm-hmm. which one is paper, which one is scissors. Very vital. So mm-hmm. it's going to be great. This is so much fun every year. The third annual event. Last year, they raised a little over $1,000 for AIDS education in uh, Tanzania. Mm -hmm. This year, as I mentioned, they're working on raising $1,500 in order to fund this um, water tank. So, so much neat potential here. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. So, you were mentioning during the Mm -hmm. musical interlude Mm -hmm. that rock, paper, scissors can be a stressful game. A lot of pressure involved. Some would think that it's actually just a random game. No, no. There's thinking. There is strategy. There are moves. There are moves. Mm -hmm. Like like in chess, the opening moves Mm -hmm. are called gambits, you know, the the Sicilian gambit or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, dealing with how you actually castling is a move. Yes, exactly. When you move the pawns and things like that. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me that there are ways to do this in rock, paper, scissors as well. Yes, I am. In fact, I think you have the Bible oh. of those ways. Well, I do. I do have the official Rock, Paper, Scissors strategy guide by Douglas and Graham Walker, the leaders of the World Rock, Paper, Scissors Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, there is a society. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of basically them, but, you mm-hmm. know, here it is. They refer to what are called the eight great gambits in, in Rock, Paper, Scissors. And uh, the first one is, okay, when it comes to the symbols, the mm-hmm. symbols of Rock, Paper, Scissors, the strongest is considered the rock. Which is your fist in a ball. In a ball. Mm-hmm. With the thumb on the outside. Yes. This is the rock. It smashes stuff. Mm-hmm. So it seems very aggressive. Yes. Err. Err. Now, the thing about it is, of course, rock smashes scissors. Correct. Scissors is an interesting symbol because it also begins with it begins with a fist. Mm-hmm. And then you got the spring-loaded thumb. Yes. Boink. There they go. Right like that. Mm-hmm. So this is considered actually... The second strongest, because it's semi-aggressive as well, mm-hmm. because they're pointing at your but opponent. sneaky. could be deceptive. You could be, because you could be watching your opponent to see, mm-hmm. is he going to throw a rock? And if so, well, then I'm not going to throw scissors. Exactly. You know, but... Last yeah. minute, there yeah. you go. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right like that. That's the extension of the scissors sound. Mm-hmm. And it was, as a matter of fact, it would help if you did that in, in yeah, tournament exactly. play. Oh, yeah. I can't do it. There you go. So, or you can go boing. But I, don't know if, I don't know if scissors really would do that. I don't think so. Not so much. I like that. And, and then there's the paper. 
Yes. Paper is tough because it requires a 90-degree turn of the wrist at mm-hmm. the last moment, which is tough to pull off, especially if you're playing against a person who is a hand watcher. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, As I am. Now, I am a big hand watcher. See, and that's mm-hmm. and that's why I think when you say that there's a lot going on there, that there's pressure involved, mm-hmm. I mean, you're trying to watch and not give away your own answer and not make exactly. it obvious that you're watching. There's so much going on. Oh, my gosh. It's not a simple game, people. Well, here we go. There, here are the eight great gambits mm-hmm. as the as the walkers introduce us. So the first one mm-hmm. is uh, this one here. Avalanche. The avalanche. Rock, 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 all the way. There, I mean, that's mm-hmm. which can I mean? Obviously, who's going to go paper, paper, paper? Nobody. No. 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 Not as solid as the rock. Uh, although the the paper, paper, paper is referred to as the bureaucrat. Correct. That which move does sense. exist. And you can't, it can be one of those like underdog moves, you know, like no one's going to expect it, but there it is. But there it is. Mm -hmm. And I think last year in the semis, we actually saw uh, Tara O'Boyle was against Itaro Omichi. Uh Uh, And um, Itaro just kept going to the rock Mm -hmm. uh, because the rock again is an aggressive sign. Right. And I think Tara, that was a best of seven. Mm -hmm. Or it was a best of five. I'm sorry. Best of five. And so um, Tara was, was, um, Cognizant enough mm-hmm. to actually realize he he keeps going rock, keeps the rock. and she uh, and she countered with the uh, with the bureaucrat kind of strategy, yeah. and, and ended up going to the finals. And there you go. And See? there you go. So mm-hmm. don't under- underestimate the paper. Do not. Paper is strong. Then you've got the uh, crescendo. The crescendo. Paper, scissors, rock. So you're building up to that aggressive sign, the rock. Exactly. Paper again being that that weakest. Mm-hmm. Then the scissors, scissors, then the paper, the crescendo. Right. That's that's pretty solid, actually. Mm-hmm. Then you got the denouement. Mm-hmm. And actually, somebody <laughs> in my house was reading this the other day, and they're like, "What does denouement mean?" <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I'm like, "Oh, oh thank God people. you're not an English major." <laughs> yeah. Uh, that of course goes the reverse. It goes rock, so it starts out with the aggressive sign. Mm-hmm. Then it goes scissors, and then paper. Tough to see somebody actually pulling this one off, but yeah, uh, yeah. But it's nice, especially if somebody's trying, because obviously it totally counters mm-hmm. the the crescendo. The, the crescendo. Exactly. You would exactly. be going home a winner. Mm-hmm. Both of them feature the scissors in the middle, though, so mm-hmm. that's why you have that's that right. third throw mm-hmm. and a best of three. Yeah. Guess who's winning? Mm-hmm. You. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one up, fistful of dollars. Oh, I love this one. Rock, paper, paper. Could could be no better described. Mm-mm. Fistful of dollars. Yep. Oh, that's handsome. The paper dolls, which I really enjoy this one too. The okay. uh, it goes the uh, scissors, paper. No, I'm sorry, paper, scissors, scissors. So you have the paper and then you cut it twice. Yep. There you go. And there that's, you go. Paper dolls. And paper dolls would of course be um, be the it would beat. Um, hmm. That's not obvious which one it would beat. No, but it could beat something. It could beat something. Mm-hmm. It could beat the re- uh, the reverse. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the scissors sandwich. Yes, paper, scissors, paper. Paper, scissors, paper. That's pretty mm-hmm. solid. And then finally, what they call in their book the toolbox. What do you like to call? it? I like to call this the OJ, also known as the <laughs> Moil. Mm-hmm. This is the scissors, scissors, scissors. Mm-hmm. This one is a medium aggressive move. Yeah, uh, and it takes a lot of a lot of chutzpah, one might say, in order to pull this off because. Rock is such an aggressive sign, mm-hmm. and some people respond with what they throw next based on what you've just thrown. And so let's say somebody comes out leading paper, mm-hmm. and you throw a scissor, and they're like, oh, that doesn't, i got to smash that scissor. And exactly. so their next throw is going to be, is gonna be uh, it's, it's so tricky. tough. It is. It is. It's going to be a lot of fun. We think uh, they've sold over 120 shirts. 
Wow. So Fantastic. their goal is to sell 200. So okay. make sure you uh, you tell all your friends, get 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 out there. Did you buy a shirt? No. <laughs> no are, you, are you going to? Sure. Are you lying? I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I, I'll, I'll only lie okay. when it's been done. Here's how we do it. You ready? All right. We're going to rock, paper, scissors oh, right now. Oh, man. Oh, okay. If you win... I will buy your shirt for you because I can't play, obviously. Okay. All right. All right. If I win, you have to buy your own shirt and you Fantastic. have to play. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. So Let's rock, paper, best two of three. Uh-huh. And we're going to go one, two, throw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? Okay. Um, I'm going to be left-handed on this. So That's i got to move this because I'm a left-handed guy. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, throw. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So I threw paper. Mm-hmm. Mama threw scissors. So mm-hmm. she has beat me. That's very solid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ready? One, two, throw. We both oh. threw paper. Now, technically, paper, you have to go a 90-degree turn on it. Oh, I'm sorry. So, okay. just so that you know, for, for proper. Okay. Ready? Okay. One, two, throw. And she got me because I threw scissors and she threw rocks. So, guess who's paying me $8 to buy Mama Jam Jam a shirt? That's right. Maybe I will play. This huh. guy. <laughs> She's solid. So, hey, Rock, Paper, Scissors Tournament tomorrow. Don't forget to also to vote for your ASPUP elections. That's today until 7 p.m., I believe, right now. Uh, at 5 o'clock, they'll be setting up in the uh, mm-hmm. uh, commons for the voting. For Bring the your evening. money. Bring your wallet. We do need quickly to explore the pulse of the cool, and right. that sucks. And then, because uh, I just now realized, oh, time's flying. We must oh, be having no. fun. This is the pulse of the cool, Mama. What is that? This is called a pocket mod. Explain. Okay, this is a piece of paper. It's like the it's a piece of paper that is a personal assistant. Okay. In terms of it's got all that I need to know for the week on it. It's got my contact information on the front. You open it up. Okay. It's got my calendar, my uh-huh. appointments for the week, anything special that comes into the week. It's got a monthly calendar in it right here. Wow. It's got uh, all sorts of checkoff lists for things I need to do or notes to myself or what have you. Like, for example, I wrote a little thing down here, uh, a new name for a program on the Fox Network called the OCD. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not exactly nice. sure what it means. I just kind of wrote it down. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be entertaining. Uh-huh. I like it. Uh, and then um, uh, a note from confirmation class last week. Father, uh, Father Tom Doyle pointed out that God created man on Friday, on mm-hmm. the last day of creation. I'm like, who does their best work on Friday? If God thought the way we did, mm-hmm. then he would have knocked off early. He would have spent all day playing solitaire, knocked off early, and, you know, gotten on with his weekend early. Mm-hmm. Who Golfing. does his best who work knows? on the last day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have no idea. What sort of Lord are we worshiping here is what <laughs> I want to know. Good question. So, anyways, this is called the Pokemon. The last page there is a tip table for, uh, for amounts. Who couldn't use that? Actually, that's fantastic. Yeah. So the Pocket Mod is this. I linked to it on the site there. Pocket Mod uh, is a fun little, as it's described, it's a small book which with guides on each page, which you arrange. And then these guides are templates combined with a unique folding style because this was one piece of paper. One eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I folded in a specific way. Look at that. Wow. So you design what pages you want in there, and then you fold it. And you've got a front and back page book. I love it. And you can print a new one every week. It's very easy. Could you and do it's it on free. colored paper? You could do it on colored you can paper. Make it pretty. You could make it pretty if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the pulse of the cool for the week. Uh, that's cool. All right. Mm-hmm. What sucks? Oh. Yes. There are 17 days left until spring break. Still 17 days. Still. Will 17 it never days. get here? 
I hope. I don't know. <laughs> I, what can I do? I should shake my head. <laughs> Just shake your head. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, that we should enjoy uh, this little piece. Given what we've just talked about with the uh, the campus events, uh, we're going to enjoy. Uh, what are we going to enjoy? Was it the paper roses? No, oh, no we're, we're going to skip, skip that. that trash. Well, thank goodness. <laughs> Rock around the clock. Bill Haley. And the comments. Mm-hmm. There it is. I love it. Who doesn't? Ah. Well, it's time for the closing ceremonies, folks. Da 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 da. <laughs> this would be a good time to play the opening theme there. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. have time. Whatever. Sorry. Yeah, whatever. So what? Uh, so we need to uh, shill for the 228 show. That's a mm-hmm. week from today. It's on uh, on the last day of the month of February. Mm-hmm. It also happens to be Fat Tuesday or, mm-hmm. or Shrove Tuesday, as some call it. Uh, Lent begins the next day. And so uh, we're going to be bringing you a show that we like to think of as fatter than ever. Fatter, P-H fatter. <laughs> oh, you know <laughs> it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be next week's uh, great program here from uh, the Definite Article. Make sure you tune in. Max will be back in mm-hmm. uh, Studio 3B. Maybe we'll, uh, if we can uh, get the lovely presence of uh, of Miss Jamaros. However, you need to know this, folks. It's also a day when we have this big, long meeting during the day in mm-hmm. residence life. And so... Oh. It kind of depends on stuff where we're doing some RA selection stuff. So yeah. we may actually not be present for next week's show. And if not, then we'll all be sad. But right. if so, then here. then we'll be here and it'll be an awesome show. So I we hope, hope to bring I will it. be listening, as everyone and else And Mama did. will be listening. Mm-hmm. So, Well, Mama, speaking of should be listening, tell yes. us about your program. Um, every Sunday evening from 8 to 9 p.m., you can listen to me and Morgan. Um, yes. It's called Everything But. And what do you discuss on Everything But? Everything but but the kitchen sink. No, we nice. we talk about ourselves, so you can get get to know us a little bit better. Um, we talk about a little bit Hollywood buzz. I rant. You know, I have a ranting section. Nice. This past week, I ranted on booty music. So how Excellent. it's changed over the course of fifteen twenty years. Oh my gosh. Um, yes, it's it, it's pretty exciting. Um, and I can and I, my rants go on forever. Morgan is funny. She's hilarious. Is she? If only you could see the look she gives me during the show. <laughs> um, it's exciting. It's from right here from KDUP. Well, make sure you tune in. That's 8 o'clock on Sunday nights. Correct. KDUP 1580 mm-hmm. in your AM dial. Mm-hmm. So tune in there. Please do. Cool. We well, love phone calls as well. And you can always call the studio at 7121. Mm-hmm. Probably should have mentioned that at the top of the show. That's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Oops, sorry. Well, we do need to uh, invite people to join us for the post-show party at Table 12 in the Commons. I will be present. I will not. Mama will not be present for the, you, the adoring fans, but uh, we'll be bringing you a good time at the uh, at the dinner table there at Table 12, so make sure you join us there. Join us uh, join us next week for some Fat Tuesday uh, mm-hmm. snacks and what have you as well. So mm-hmm. here's our outro music. As always, this has been the Definite Article on KDUP 1580 in your AM dial. I'm Ken Hellenius and... Christina Jamros. And we are very happy to have brought you this last hour. We encourage you to go to the uh, big uh, website at thebeautifulpeople.org and uh, download our podcast. Thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you. My father thanks you. My sister thanks you. And I thank you. <laughs>